0: I'm not mad, I'm just irritated. Welcome. You found me. You found the podcast. My name is Bill Flanagan and you found... I'm not mad, I'm just irritated. And it's my little corner of the pod, of pod, podverse? Podcast universe? I don't guess there's a good mixture of those two words. But at any rate, you found me. And it's been a little while. It's been a hot minute since I've had an episode. This is episode 54. It's a lot of premium content. Tons of premium content. And you know, today's going to be no different. Today's going to be chock full of premium content. But I need to make sure you understand something there's no script. This isn't scripted. Okay? It's not. This is just me doing my thing. I sometimes write down notes. Here's what I started doing lately. I started texting myself. So if I come up with something, it's like, ah, text myself. So this is the last thing I texted myself. I don't know if it's just me and I'm getting older and I can't freaking see when I drive. But you know what's really nice when you have a nice, fresh, recoded, dark, black, tar street with bright, fresh, white, and yellow lines because I'm getting to the point where I can't see the damn lines on the road. They're so faded or they have these little, you know, reflector bump things that you can't see during the day and they're changing traffic patterns. The next thing you know, you're driving between two lanes and it's not that you're a bad driver and it's not that you're not paying attention. It's like, can we put some fucking lines on the road here? I can't see the lines on the road. You know what, you can build all the roads you want to, but if you can't put some lines, it's kind of defeating the purpose, because lines are important, and lines are probably the cheapest part of the road, the whole road building process. You know, you got to prep it, and then you got to get all those people out there, and they're pouring stuff and rolling over it with them steamroller things, and you know, can we get some lines? When you're done, can you put some really good lines on there so we can see? Because I can't see. Is it just me? (sighs) I think it might be just me, but I don't think it is. Hey, I had a little adventure on Monday. So I've been getting uh, lots of offers up at the Windstar. Come see us. Come bring your dough. Come bring your money. And I generally don't go because, one, I don't have anybody to go with. And two, I don't want to lose my money. But Monday was different, and I probably get five flyers from them a month. I get free rooms, I get food voucher, I get free play every month. And during the non-pandemic months, I would go up there about once every other month. I'd take four or five hundred bucks. I wouldn't lose it all. Sometimes I'd win. Sometimes I'd break even. Occasionally, I'd lose, lose a couple hundred bucks. But I figured, hey, I just got a free meal. I got a free night sometimes too. I got a little free play. That's, that's a cheap couple of days. You know, I look at it as entertainment. If I lost a couple hundred bucks and got a free room and a meal or whatever, it's like, yeah, that that's fair. So anyway, I was at my mom's. She gets stuff too because I've taken her a few times. She goes, well, I got this free free play here. It was $100 a week in free play for the whole month of October. I get 25 and I go a whole lot more than her, but they don't. They don't think she's gonna come, I guess, because she's too far away in San Antonio. I don't know. I said, give me your give me your player's card. And and what's your what's your little code? She did, she didn't care. So I, I, I got home. This was Saturday. I got home on Sunday. I'm thinking, okay, Monday, I can go up there, use my mom's free play, use my free play. I had 25 plus another amount between 10 and 30. By the way, this is all alleged because that is all non-transferable free play. So this is allegedly I did this. Allegedly, I may have done all of this. So allegedly, I talked to my, my buddy, Johnny and Leslie. They had free play. They said, hey, we'll leave our cards on the back porch. So I go up there and I have my mom's $100. I end up having 35 Johnny has 30 Leslie has 15. So let's let's add that up. That's a hundred and thirty-five, hundred and forty, hundred and fifty, hundred and eighty dollars, if my math is right, in free play. That's a lot. 180 bucks. So here's my here's my plan. I'm gonna use just the free play. Every time I'm done with the free play, I'm gonna cash out. Now, in order to know how much free play you're using, you gotta count the number of spins at your bet. So like for example on the $30 one, it was easy. I did $1.50 spins, and I did 20 of them. And I cashed out what I had. What I had was pure profit. So I sit down, my mom's got a hundred. So I put in $50, allegedly. And I'm doing two 25 cent bets. What I think, what I'm actually doing is accidentally $11 bets. I thought it was two twenty-five. it was a 25 cent Denom. And I thought I was doing uh, five lines at 225 What I was doing is five lines at 225 each. This was like 11 bucks. I did three spins before I realized what I was doing. I always almost used half of that free play because I did it in two increments of 50. And I looked up, it's like I'd hit these small little line hits at $11, a small line hits a lot, 30, 40 bucks. Next thing I know I had $140. I did the rest of the lines at $225, cashed out like 110 bucks. Then I did another 50 at a different machine, cashed out like hundred bucks. So now I got 100, about 110 bucks of cash money. Then I do mine and you know, I make maybe 15, 17 bucks. My next ticket's like 27 bucks. My next ticket's like 29 bucks. When I add it all up, it's like 270 bucks of cash. I haven't put any of mine in there. I'd only been there a little over an hour, and it took me four hours to get there. Maybe four and a half was stopping. I put $20 in the machine, lost it in two seconds. I thought, you know what? I'm going home. I know I haven't been here, but about an hour and a half tops. I got in my car and drove four and a half hours home with 250 bucks in my pocket. And I figured, okay, if I worked all day, 10 hours, at 25 bucks an hour, that's 250 bucks with no taxes, Allegedly. That's what I did. Okay, the other day I went to Torchy's. This is another irritation. I'm back on a few little irritations. So I went to Torchy's. And I didn't want to be by anybody. You know, I had a mask. I go in, I get my, or I go outside, not inside dining, outside dining. There's one other couple kind of by the door to the patio. And I go all the way to the farthest table away from the door on the patio. I'm completely by myself. I have a book. I have my little tacos. I'm enjoying a nice day. Wasn't hot. Who comes out? A lady and a kid carrying a dinosaur. And what do they do? They're sitting right fucking next to me. I look at her, I said, like, I wanted to say, really? And the kids already making noise. It's like I got as far away from people as I could. And you had to pick here. Well then the mom came out. I guess the grandma was with him and it's like, yeah, we're moving inside, it's too hot. Well, it wasn't. And then the kid was like, No! And I thought, if you let him stay, well, thankfully they drug him out. They they gave no consideration to me at all. They didn't care. Flanny McFlanner sitting there, trying to enjoy some peace and quiet. Kid pulling a dinosaur. Okay. I was on Twitter. I follow my own work, my old workplace. Leander ISD. Leander ISD. And one of the things Leander ISD does is they have a fine arts student of the week. Now, my heavens, I don't know how many fine arts programs, middle schools and high schools, there are probably several dozen. And to pick like the student of the week, I did all that. It's all the nonsense. Okay, but whatever. So they have this picture of this kid. I won't say his name. I'll say his pseudonym. A pseudonym is uh, Jose Ramirez, a Hispanic kid. He was student of the week, fine arts student of the week. And they have a picture of him holding up something that he did, I can't really tell, for this tweet. He's student of the week. They took his picture so they could put it up on their social, student of the week. Jose Ramirez, congratulations. And he's wearing a fucking mask in the picture. That makes no sense. I mean, listen, I'm pro mask. Wear your mask, it's not gonna hurt anybody. But if you're gonna take a dude's picture for student of the week, can't you stand six feet back, have him drop the mask, take his picture, and put it on the socials? That makes no sense. That's why anti-mask people make fun of mask people. When they're riding in cars by themselves with a mask on, Or you take a picture with a guy, student of the week, keep the mask on, put it under your chin for two seconds, take it off for two seconds, stand 10 feet away and zoom in so you can get a good picture. You can certainly take a picture of a kid as student of the week to put on your socials without a mask. It just flies in the face of common sense. No no wonder people look at public schools and think we're morons, just like that. And I hate to bag on public schools, but sometimes it's like, really. L- listen, listen. If you're an administrator in a public schools, in a, in a public school, we we know you are an administrator for one of two reasons. Because almost every administrator I've, well, every single one, 100%, they were former teachers or coaches, and they left the classroom or coaching to be an administrator for either w- one reason or another. And they're this, they wanted to get out of the classroom because they were sick of it because it was a beating or they wanted to make more money. That's it. They didn't wake up when it's like, I strive to make a difference as an administrator. They wanted to get the hell out of the classroom and or they wanted to make more money. That's it. Don't tell me I'm wrong. I'm wrong a lot, not on this. Okay, I have an apology. Mr. Grumpy McGrumpers over here has to issue an apology. And that is to Tom Waits. I don't know, five, ten episodes. I, I bagged on Tom Waits, and I thought the people that claim they like Tom Waits are dumb, because no one likes Tom Waits. Well, I'm watching this documentary, and it's on the '86 Mets, ESPN 30 for 30, four-part series. It's very interesting, even if you're not a baseball fan. It's fascinating. And at the beginning, they have this fucking cool song. I think it's called Slow Clap something. And I go, God, that song, that song kicks a little ass. So I got out my Shazam and I Shazammed it. And it was Tom fucking Waits. And instantly I felt regret. like, I've been bagging on this guy. This is probably the first Tom Waits song I've heard any length of time, more than 30 seconds. And I dug it. Now, I'm not jumping full on on the bandwagon, but I did put that 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 song on my Amazon Music. So I, I got to issue an apology to Tom Waits. Yeah. I have to. All right. Um, I have a really good segment coming up next, but we're going to insert the Chalky Chalk Report here. And Chalky Chalk Report is brought to you by Dr. Paul Berg, Scott and White Group. Round Rock and Georgetown, Texas. He's going to take care of you. He is going to uh, take care of your scabies, your lesions, your pustules, and of course your boils. Because that's what doctors do. All right, time for the chalky chalk. Chalky chalk scale. Oh, it's the chalky chalk. Guys, chalky's feeling pretty good, but let me tell you something about chalk. It's a fickle mistress. It's very fickle. If I get in the car and I sit and I drive for any length of time, it doesn't matter if it's my car, my my badass Corolla, or my F 150. It's really my wife's. I get out of there and it's stiff. There's some chalky buildup that needs to be, you know out of the way i need to move my knee a little bit get some lubricant going because it's it's had as a chalky buildup it's like a film a chalky film so when i get out of a car it's like 30 seconds before i can walk i'm like walking like an 80 year old man and then it's fine those first 30 seconds they're rough but outside of that chalky's good i mowed the yard today there's no no chalky problems I mean, there's always a little bit of sniff, stiffness that's going to keep the chalky scale at least half a chalk, half a stick of chalk, always. It's never going to be less than it. It's never going to be chalk-free. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm knocking on wood. Hold on. Knocked on some wood because uh, chalky's doing all right. So uh, hats off, my chalky friends. Oh, shoulders, sometimes it's moving over there at night, spinal column, you know hips, elbows, but (laughs) chalk out. All right, I'm back from the chalky scale. Okay, people, I've been planning this segment for a long time, and here's what I've been doing. I have been collecting, they're not really memes, they're like positive affirmations that you see on social media. So usually be a, you know, someone I know that will post some positive little saying, some positive phrase. You know, it's kind of phrase that somebody would go to, you know, and paint a little wooden framed, you know, a house is just a building. Unless it's a home is where the heart is. I don't know, some sort of bullshit like that. So I've been collecting, I've been taking screenshots of these things and um, I haven't really prepared any comments on them. I'm just going to read them. I'm going to tell you what I think. And some of you that are listening to this right now, you may have posted these. And if you want to believe them, believe them. But just remember a dude or a dudette, they just invented it. it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. Okay, here's one. The key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule but to schedule your priorities. Uh, That's Stephen Covey, that's dumb. Our lives are not always schedule driven. When your kindergartner shits his pants, that's a priority all of a sudden, okay? Yes, we know we're supposed to spend time with our family. But you know what, I had to walk the dog because no one's gonna walk it. Then I had to cook dinner, then I had to do some laundry. And then the kids were fighting. It's like, yeah, you know, you can't schedule life. It just happens at you. Don't don't listen, Stephen Covey. What does he know? I know Jack. Of course, he knows more than me. Here's one. Grateful people are happy people. The more things you are grateful for, the happier you will be. This is dumb. What hey, I'm grateful, I'm grateful I have clean water and I can take a hot shower. I truly am grateful for that every single day. I think about it, I'm grateful I'm not hungry, but you know, shit happens to people. You know, you always hear people say, Well, that's not fair when something good happens, but you never hear them say it's not fair when something bad happens, for example. You know, you know, G- Jimmy's mom bought him an Xbox. I want an Xbox. not fair. Well, what if Jimmy got cancer? Would you say, oh, Jimmy got the cancer. That's not fair. I want the cancer too. No, you wouldn't. You just say you want the good shit. You were grateful when the good shit happens. We're not really as grateful when the bad shit avoids us. Just remember that. Okay, here's Elon Musk. When something is important enough, you do it, even if the odds are not in your favor, Jesus. I, I can't stand Elon Musk. The dude has the money. He wants to go to space. So silly. So silly. He's such a silly man. You know he made a shit ton of money off of Match.com. He was an early investor and made tens of millions. I think that's what set him going. Yeah, think about that. He couldn't even match himself. When things... Something is important enough you do it even Okay, what if I wanted to, what if I was five foot two and I wanted to dunk a basketball? And I thought that was really important and the odds are not in my favor. It ain't happening. Sorry, Elon Musk. That's dumb. Here's another one. Respect is earned. Honesty is appreciated. Trust is gained. Loyalty is returned. My attitude is what's your point? That doesn't even make sense. Here's another one. Love doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be true. (laughs) Oh, Uh, I'm not even commenting on that. Here's one. When you fully trust someone without any doubt, you finally get one of two results. A person for life or a lesson for life. Here's what you can trust. Nobody. Nobody. What about my spouse? Eh, Probably. But not always, is not a guarantee. People do mean shit, even if you're married. Don't trust anybody. Trust like three people that you know that if they screw you around, you can punch them in the face. And then they'll say, "Oh, well, I won't do that anymore. Here's one. The strongest people make time to help others, even when they're struggling with their own personal problems. And just make some nice. They're all eating a shit sandwich here. Let your hope shape your future. Again. If you're five foot two and you hope to dunk a basketball, that is not something you should shape your future on. Put it in perspective. You know, we always want certain things. We're not entitled to them necessarily, here's one. Burnout exists because we've made rest a reward rather than a right. Well, that's kind of true. I kind of agree with that one. That's why you should slack off as much as possible. Those of you that are like uber, you know, like perfectionists or workaholics, I can't relate to that because my thing, listen, I was a good teacher. I I did my job. I took it seriously, but I saw tons of people in that building stealing money in one way or another. They got paid the same as me and they never got in trouble. Fact. Here's another one. When you are consumed by thoughts, write. When you are uninspired, read. Consumed by thoughts, write. Oh, not everybody wants to write, not everybody wants to read. What does that even mean? Uh, here's one, A.A. Milney. That's uh, Winnie the Pooh, right? We didn't realize that we were making memories. We just knew we were having fun. Now that bullshit is true. All the shit we did in our childhood, all the fun we had, we didn't realize we were making memories because we were young, we didn't know anything. And then we look back, it's like, yep, good times. So here we go, I found one I can relate to. Here's one. The trees are about to show us how lovely it is to let things go. Well, I know t- trees change color and that's pretty and then they let it go and it's all barren. So I'm not sure if we're supposed to let things go and be barren, I'm not sure. Uh, do you follow employee tiers on Instagram? It's great, here's one. When there is no consequence for poor work ethic and no reward for good work ethic, there is no motivation. Nothing could be more dead on than that in teaching. Good teachers get paid the same as bad ones and nobody seems to care. Here's one. Love your fucking life. Take pictures of everything. Tell people you love them. Talk to random strangers. Do things you're scared to do. Fuck it, because so many of us die and no one remembers a thing we did. Take your life and make it the best story in the world. Don't waste that shit. I think we take too many pictures and random strangers are overrated, but you should be telling the people you love that. That's, I give that half truth. Fall in love with someone who will never let you go to sleep wondering if you still matter. (laughs) Uh, Whatever. A dream written down with a date becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. A plan backed by action becomes reality. Again, it depends on what your plan, what you want to have accomplished. It's got to be realistic, people. All right, last one. I can tell all I need to know about a person by whether or not they help bag their own groceries when a bagger isn't available. That shit is true. When well, there's nobody back there bagging groceries and they're throwing the stuff, I get back there and bag my own groceries. But if you're a, a nasty bitch or a bastard and you're waiting for that lady to scan everything or dude, and then turn around and bag it while you're just standing there, you're a daft prick. So uh, I, I think I did, what, 10 of those? And I like two and a half of them take it for what it's worth all right everybody i'd like to thank my sponsors you can become one i've asked you i'm not going to ask anymore because you're not going to do it you refuse to give me 99 cents a month i've come to grips with it but you know who has matt beards will flanagan mariah johnson allison Crow, johnny schrader Paul Berg, of course, big sponsor of the Chalky Chalk Report. Those people give. They know no quality content like this. All right, everybody. Until next time, have a good rest of the week. We'll see you next time. Later.